Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing Quentin Nelson of the Indianapolis Colts. Should they move him to fill their left tackle spot? We'll break it all down. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code PFF for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. All right, Sam, the Colts are debating right now because of Anthony Costanzo's retirement. They lose a left tackle, and they're trying to figure out how do we replace him? What do we do? And they have all pro, all elite, all awesome, everything. Quentin Nelson at left guard. And they're actually posing the question that we posed three years ago when he came out of the draft. We said, hey, should you actually move him to tackle? Is he more valuable there? Is that the move the Colts should make? What are your initial thoughts on where the Colts are right now with Quentin Nelson, who has been the best guard in the league since 2018? Yeah, I I don't think you should move him. Um, and I think it's different. I know we've, we've essentially made that argument before, but I think it's very different to say, let's move a guy a few years into his career when he is a superstar, all pro guard already, and hope that he can play somewhere near that level at tackle. I think when you, you're starting from a blank canvas and you're taking an offensive lineman um, prospect, a draft pick, and plugging him into the NFL – you don't know what he's going to be yet inside. You think he'll probably be a better player, um, but you give him a chance to see how close he can get as a, a more valuable tackle on the outside first. Um, and then you know that even if that doesn't work out, you can move him back inside to guard. There's no downside to trying the more valuable spot first, but when he's already a proven superstar inside, there is downside because you're now you're sacrificing something. Now you're taking away what he's already been in, extremely good at and running the risk that he isn't anywhere near that good outside. Yeah, at the time, again, the debate is like, all right, we project him to be an elite guard, but finding tackles is really difficult in the NFL. We see teams that really struggle with that, and having that weakness is is really bad for the offense. And having average to above average guard play, or tackle play, is extremely valuable. So now we're three years into his career. He's heading into year four, and we know he's an elite guard to the point that his wins above replacement pff war is higher than any offensive lineman per season than we've seen of any lineman in the pff era since 2006 so we're talking about an elite guard who has proven to be more valuable than the best tackles over his first three years in the nfl so i tried to break down all the various scenarios over at pff.com there are some scenarios where it would make sense for nelson to move to tackle but it's essentially like just to make the math work from a wins above replacement standpoint, a wins added to your team standpoint, the Colts would have to go out and get one of the top free agent guards like Brandon Scherf or Joe Tooney. They would have to go and replace Nelson with another really good guard, assuming there's going to be some drop off from Nelson moving from guard to tackle. Yeah, I mean, that's their biggest issue is he's been so good at guard, arguably better or more valuable than any other offensive lineman in the NFL over that period, that in order to break even just by moving in positions, he needs to be basically as good as he was at guard at tackle, which is unlikely, and B, you need to be able to replace the player that he was inside with somebody pretty damn good as well. 
it just it just doesn't seem likely. You seem way be- way more likely to be able to just pl- find some kind of replacement for Anthony Costanzo at left tackle, who is a viable player. And if you get an average left tackle paired with the best left guard in the NFL, you're profiting way more than you are if Quentin Nelson is reasonable at left tackle, even a good left tackle, but now you've lost the superstar inside. All right, here are the scenarios that I broke down over at pff.com. Okay, ready? How about if they leave? So there's two where it's just they get elite players, whether it's a left tackle or a left guard. And I did all of this assuming that Nelson transitions to tackle well. So I ran all these scenarios with Quentin Nelson either becoming Anthony Costanzo, who, by the way, was the number 10 most valuable tackle on a per season basis over his last three full seasons. So I said Quentin Nelson moves to left tackle and he's either Anthony Costanzo or better. And in these scenarios, the most I mean, obviously, the the better players you add, the better you are, but it's going to be expensive. So if they went out and signed the best tackle in in free agency in Trent Williams, which, by the way, would be incredible. But you sign him or trade for Orlando Brown, Sam, because the Baltimore Ravens have him. He wants to play left tackle. I would call that an elite left tackle. If they did that, that's the best possible option, but also the most expensive option if they signed one of those two high-end guards Brandon Scherf or Joe Tooney it's the best option a similar option but the most expensive the best option that I came up with was keeping guard Nelson at guard and drafting a first round tackle or or keeping Nelson at guard and signing a mid-tier free agent and in that world it's Russell Okun Alejandro Villanueva the second tier of tackles in free agency as far as not having a drop-off from Costanzo and not paying a ridiculous amount that you'd have to pay for, say, a Trent Williams, Orlando Brown, Brandon Scherf. I think it's draft a first-round tackle, sign the mid-tier free agent tackle, keep Nelson at guard. Those are the best options for the Colts. Yeah, and I think they're the easiest ones to achieve as well. Um, I think you're just there's way too much projection in terms of what he would need to do at left tackle to make this a worthwhile move. If Quentin Nelson was coming into the, the NFL this year, if the Colts had just drafted him, um, and we're asking themselves, where do we put this guy? He's a superstar prospect. He's somebody we thought was worth a top 10, top 5 draft pick. Do we play him at guard, knowing that that's a relatively uh, non-valuable position? Or do we play him at left tackle, where he can be the cornerstone linchpin of this offensive line? I think at that point, you could make a very persuasive argument that I know he hasn't been a tackle in college, but he's got the skills. He's got the tools. He's got the abilities to do it so let's give that a shot before we move him to guard um but now there is that risk of what you lose we already know he's fantastic at guard you don't know that he'll be fantastic at tackle so don't run the risk there's too much of a gamble involved so in the scenarios that i went through sam obviously there's there is there's risk right as you just mentioned there the scenarios where it might make sense the times when nelson might need to move to tackle is if they do fail on the free agent market to get one of those mid-tier tackles, or you're getting closer to draft time and you have to hedge a little bit. So if the Colts are forced with getting, say, a mid-tier guard in free agency, a guy, a guy like Matt Filer, a guy like Lane Taylor, uh, if they brought those guys in and kicked Nelson out to tackle, it's actually a reasonable solution if they have to resort to that. Those are the times when Nelson moving to tackle would make sense. Um, there's another situation where you keep him at guard and you you get a below average left tackle like a Cam Robinson or a James Hurst. That's actually a similar outcome 
to uh, finding the mid-tier free agent. The riskiest ones, though, is moving to Nelson to tackle, and if you get a below-average guard, you're in trouble. And that, and that could be either in the draft or in free agency. So essentially, the best scenarios have Nelson staying at guard and finding a way to at least creep back toward average at that left tackle position. One of our favorite things, Sam, is, you know, get back toward that middle tier. How much ability do you think that the team has to basically give it a try and then reverse course if it's not going well? You know, training camp, preseason, let's move Nelson to tackle. Let's see how he looks. Let's see how he's doing. And then if the whole thing unravels, if he doesn't look like the same player at left tackle, move him back into guard and you haven't really lost anything. I think it's a fair point, but one that made more sense when we earlier in this discussion where we said, hey, that's something you might do with like a rookie. Um, I, I think you the, the, when you have a rookie a guy coming out of the draft, there is an unknown. He is an unknown quantity, right? Like it, it is all projection. Now that Nelson's three years in the league and we know that PFF pass and run blocking grades are so good from year to year from a stability standpoint, we you can actually run the numbers a little bit easier on Nelson and say, OK, we know he's going to be an elite guard. It, that's a known commodity and, and it becomes riskier moving him to tackle not that you can't move him back to guard but i think you you can run the numbers and show as i did that the payoff of moving him to left tackle just isn't worth it so i wouldn't even try it at this point i would just exhaust the free the free agent tackle market and scout every one of those tackles heavily go check out the pff draft board we have 10 tackles in the top 50 i I think that's going to be the colt's best option sam yep I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it makes sense. Uh, if if this was year one, uh, I think we'd be having a different conversation. But when when it's this far into it, I think it's a mistake to, to risk the, the loss. All right, go check out PFF.com for the full analysis and let us know. What do you think the Colts should do with Quentin Nelson? It's PFF NFL Daily. PFF NFL Daily.